Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. We are definitely living in interesting times. Right now, as I record this, we are actually eight weeks into the coronavirus COVID-19 lockdown here in the United States. It's been much longer in some places around the world. Uh, so this is a time where things are not working as normal. In fact, a lot of these podcasts are being shuffled in and out, out of order, and, and seemingly out of time to fill the gaps that we've had. But right now, as I record this, this is a time where a lot of people are worried. They're upset. And because commerce has effectively stopped, because the world has effectively stopped, a lot of people are trying to figure out how to survive economically. This is a topic that actually is a big one. It's more evergreen than you would think, because most people, regardless of what sort of traumatic situations going on worldwide is going on, are essentially two paychecks away from uh, sheer uh, poverty and devastation in their lives. That's sort of an overused analogy, but it's it's true. Whenever you think about someone who is on the brink of not making it financially, basically they are about two paychecks away from missing it. The first paycheck, they may have some savings to keep up with it. The second paycheck, they don't. Most people don't have a six-month plan to deal with the cold winter of bad economics, let alone some long-standing inheritance they can pull from that they're just basically living off of the interest right now. Most people are doing the best they can day by day by day, and they find they can't do the extras. They can't take vacations. They can't buy things for their kids for education. They can't put up the money to fund that grand idea for a new business they want to do because they don't have the extra cash. And as a sense, the extra time that you'd have if you had extra cash and not had to work so much. What I have are five different tips to help you live more economically in your life. And this is going to help you out however the need, what your burden is for economics. Or if you don't have economic burden, this will help you get on track and stay on track just in case things turn down. These are not the be-all, end-all of all things to save you money-wise. These are five simple things that are pretty standard and one of those things that, yeah, I know that, that we don't necessarily do even though we know we should. Let's start off with one of the big ones, which is food. And that just means simply you need to do more eating at home, more cooking food, taking the ingredients that are very, very cheap and turning them into very, very cheap meals as opposed to going to the store or going to the restaurant, should say, and having them take their ingredients, which are very, very cheap, turn into meals which are not so healthy and overpriced and sit in your refrigerator in styrofoam bins for days at a time. If every American would just essentially halfway fill the refrigerator with food that they were cooking on a regular basis, um, we'd be doing much better. You're not wasting the food, number one. You're not wasting materials going out, number two. And if you reduce your your outcome of eating out by basically just 20%, the restaurants aren't going to go out of business. They won't. They may lose a little money if the world went 20%. And right now, as the world is about around about 20% total, there's a lot of people losing money. But if you, on a regular basis, 
live to eat cheaply and actually eat better at home, you'll be fine. Your accounting will be awesome. And of course, you'll spend more time with the family in preparing and in just sitting down for meals. Exercise is a iffy one because the first thing to say is don't get a gym membership. But if you go to the gym, your gym membership is a useful transaction. It's a great investment if you use it and if your gym's not overpriced. So if your gym is extremely expensive and you don't use all the pieces, maybe you should go to a cheaper gym that just has the basics there. Uh, Because essentially you are renting the space to have the people hold on to your stuff so you can work on it when you want to, when it's not too hot, not too cold, it's the perfect temperature. Otherwise, the outside is perfect. The getting home gym equipment is perfect, assuming it's not too expensive and you use it. And of course, there are plenty of videos and and on-demand apps work that way as well. Transportation is something that's a little bit iffy. You have to get to and from places to do things. So if public transportation works for you, then public transportation is probably the best bet to go. But it has to be on a convenience that works for you. Otherwise, get a car. Buy a car. Have the car of your dreams. Just make sure that your dreams don't outdo your bank account. Don't try to be flashy and get something that's overpriced. And also don't be extra cheap and get something that's underperforms. Get a nice car that gets you back and forth. And just try not to try to keep up with the Joneses in the race to have the better vehicle. Even if your kids are complaining that your car is a little older than it is. Regular maintenance, it's much, much cheaper than buying a new car. And if you are one that has issues with transportation and don't need a full car all the time or can go needs to share the car, Uber and Lyft and things like that are a great deal to work on. But you also have to keep an eye on the time as you're doing that because of surge pricing and for different events. And always getting a car to go back and forth when you're going out to have a few drinks is much better than driving yourself. Remember that. That's an extra bonus tip in this whole situation. Shopping in general is something that is also a little iffy. Because if you can afford to buy cheap things in bulk, that's great. Some people actually can't afford to buy cheap things in bulk because it's a higher price for more stuff, and it's more stuff that you've got to store someplace. That's one of the things that that is sort of the joke of buying stuff in bulk, and also the curse of buying stuff in bulk is people who don't have a lot of space can't really afford to use up that space by hoarding months worth of toilet paper, although in the current situation, that's what people are doing somehow. And no one really understands it, but it is what it is. It's what we're living through, and it's not the right thing to do. So while many people have lots of supplies stuffed into various places in their homes right now, at some point in time, that's going to become not so great and back to normal. Remember, buying in bulk isn't always the godsend. Also, don't buy extra stuff you don't need. Shopping forms things you just don't need, extra clothes, extra electronics, extra toys. Make sure that what you're buying is needed. It's good. It's something you're going to use. And once again, not chasing the Joneses because they've got a brand new TV. You've got to get a brand new super duper TV to keep up with them. Don't be enthused by the big, large boxes people put out on their stoop. So you, you think you know what they're doing and you have to do the same thing. They're not actually inside your house. You're not actually inside their house. So don't worry about what's going on on those levels. And finally, We go to entertainment and entertainment has basically two levels, things to keep you engaged and things to keep you from going crazy. Entertainment for many people is a relaxation tool. It truly is a way of therapy and therapy is a whole nother issue on its own. 
but it's what people do to relax. It's if going to get your nails done is something that you do as therapeutic for you, then that's fine. Do that. Take care of that. But going to get your nails done is something that you're doing to show off to people and nobody really sees your nails and you're not going to any place that's important. Then you might not want to go and get that full mani-pedi this month. You might want to do more walking around in nature as opposed to sitting around in clubs and movies because nature costs a whole lot less than clubs and movies. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying a nice popcorn flick or going out to a party every so often and hitting the bars and maybe even getting a little bit overindulging every so often. But remember, all those things cost something. If your goal is to manage your money and live a bit more economically to get through bad times or to prepare yourself for upcoming times or just to save a little extra for something that's coming, you have to keep that in mind. So find more things that are just as easy to do that don't have to spend a lot of money. I'm sure there are plenty of parks, uh, plenty of walking spaces where you are. Yes, some people don't have those walking spaces. I know right where I live, sidewalks and and places for people to ride bikes is a big issue in my neighborhood because the streets weren't made like that. But somewhere out there, if you're going to drive to a movie theater, you're going to drive to the mall, you're going to drive to a club, you can drive to a park that's in the same vicinity and use that park that I'm sure your taxpayers are working to maintain so that you can be out there. Libraries are also great for entertainment because of the public as well. Look for things that are publicly funded and public to do that may be cheaper on your entertainment bills. Five things that help you live more economically, whether you're going through a struggle or whether you're just trying to save a bit for something big. They're not the be-all, end-all, but these five things will definitely help you in that fight to bring down your bills effectively. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. For those of you who went through the journey with me for the last year and a half or so, you would have known that things like this were things that I was actively doing for myself and my family because we needed to live a lot more economically. So for about seven months, I was without a job full time. I had some side things going back and forth that I was hoping would join into something larger. Those didn't, but something else did. And when I got the job, the full time job, it turned into something that was more time than I thought it was going to be. And of course, with that time, I had a lot less freer time in the process. I also was still trying to pay off some of the backwards movement we had while I was unemployed and things were going on. Right now, as we are effectively dealing with the COVID-19 uh, challenge, I'm doing okay, more or less financially. My main job is fine, and it's still very busy because it's dealing with a lot of things going on and keeping things moving. But my side stuff isn't as big. Podcasting has been a bit sporadic. And be honest, the family's having some issues as uh, everyone living in the house. I say the house with too many adult humans. They're living in the house with um, hours that are cut and commuting or working from home, which is a bit more difficult in its case as well. So these are things that we are still doing. Um, pretty much all five things we are doing to make sure that we are maintaining our economic balance right now. We're trying to pay off a bunch of things that need to be paid off. And I have an eight-year-old who likes unicorns and stickers. And unicorns and stickers ain't cheap. So that happens as well. Hopefully these tips are things that, yes, you already knew, but it's just a reinforcement of things that you will now pay more attention to and get done. Because I want everybody to be 
as successful as possible. And financially is one big piece, regardless of what you think success is. Being financially successful, having the ability to pay your bills, if not pay other people's bills that need to be paid, is a good thing. What's also a good thing is the fact that we got the message in in nine minutes and 30 seconds, a 10-minute life lesson there. But we have a shorter sister podcast that's only a 90-second message. You can get it all in in 90 seconds or a similar message in 90 seconds, and you can take that message and literally go go through with that one. So if you didn't want to go through the 10 minutes of this one, 90 seconds, and you're on the way. It's called Steps Your Better You. That podcast and this one, of course, 10-minute life lesson podcast, it's home, yourbetteryou.info which is also where you can find more information about coaching so that maybe I can help you get involved in working on things to work on your personal and professional development from one-on-one coaching to accountability coaching, which is essentially checklisting and to joining cohorts of people in the better you and 52 programs where you go through a year with a group of folks and together you guys, and I'm a part of you guys and some of those cohorts as well are coaching each other through things. More information about all that stuff at yourbetteryou.info. More information about other things I have going on is at jclevenpain.net. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about this podcast, email them to yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. Once again, I'm Jay Cliffin Payne. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast for this week. We will have another great podcast coming up in seven days. Just hang out for that. It's going to be great. You'll find it from yourbetteryou.info.